0: What is the Upskis everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX GamerCast. This is episode 37 and the first verses we are going to do. I'm going to be putting up two video games from my past and I'm going to put them up against each other and see which one stacks up taller against the other one because... I don't know, back in the day, man, growing up, there was a lot of 3D action platformers on the PS2, and uh, I remember I had a crucial choice back then, and um, I was very interested in a lot of them. I remember sphinx i remember blinks the cat and uh the one that spoke out to me the most when i was looking at the big wall of video games at the walmart or wherever the hell i was it was jack 2 was the one that caught my eye first and that was the first 3d action platformer that i dove into on the ps2 and then i just i played a whole abundance of them there's a whole bunch of those games on the ps2 but i felt like Two of the more well-known series on there in terms of those 3D action platformers is Ratchet and & Clank and Jack and Daxter. So I'm going back to the beginning of these series. One has not made a new game since the PS2, and one is still making games in that series on the PlayStation 5. So one's still living strong, one is dead, but is there a reason for that? Was one game... Just straight up better? Was Ratchet and Clank better than Ratch than Jack and Daxter? Is that why it went on? Or is it because that naughty dog went on to do kind of bigger and better things i mean they're moving on now to uncharted they got the last of us and and beyond so i wanted to go back and revisit a couple of the classics from my childhood Uh, ratchet and clank i got a little bit later on in my childhood but i grew up on jack i basically grew up on jack and daxter and ratchet and clank because i played a lot of it growing up so i went back and um it all started because they released um the ratchet and clank trilogy on the playstation plus premium or whatever the heck and i was like oh man i was like sweet i i haven't played them since the ps2 so i was like oh i can get trophies now that'd be a lot of fun the hd graphics i'm like sweet yeah and i just finished ratchet and clank rift apart so and i still had the itch to play some more ratchet and clank and i was like well i mean why not just start back at the beginning because they're also fun from what I remember so felt like going back to the beginning and going through them because actually one of the most popular ones in the franchise I've never actually got to yet and that is Up Your Arsenal the third Game in the trilogy on the PS2. I've never actually gotten to that one, and I never actually beat Going Commando. So I'm pretty excited to go back and hopefully get through two and three of Ratchet and Clank. I've beaten number one a handful of times now. I think this is, like, including the remake, like, probably the fourth time I've beaten this game. So pretty familiar with it. Eh, Well, I thought so anyway, until I just recently replayed it. So before we get to. Well, hold on. Let's fill you in a little bit on the Jack and Daxter. Um, so I played Jack 2. I remember that game being very, very difficult, and I'm extremely excited to get back to play Jack 2. I remember beating it. It just took me a long time as a kid. I was not a hardcore gamer at the time. I was kind of just coming into my own. I just finally got my own console on the PS2, and yeah, that's when it started to uh, started to develop into a hardcore gamer, if, if that's what you want to call it. But oh my goodness, Jack 2 was so hard for me to get through back in the day, and I have not played it since so probably getting close to like over 15 years i haven't played it so i'm really excited to get back and try it out it's also on the playstation so i can play it on my ps5 which just really entices me to play it and jack 3 i've i remember getting i was so hyped for that game i got it for christmas or my birthday whenever the heck it came out i was like oh yeah gotta get jack 3 and it was like a complete shift even though that series has taken a shift in jack 2 anyway I could not get very far in Jack 3. I made it to like, I think it's the first race in that game. I could never beat it. And that was it with me and Jack. And then, yeah, just moved on. And more and more Ratchet and Clank games came out. And I fell in love with, like, absolutely, I fell in love with the series on PS3 and beyond. Like, it just took over because there was no more Jack and Daxter. And yeah, now I love Uncharted and I love The Last of Us. But man, I would really love. For a Jack and Daxter trilogy remake or a Jack 4, Like, oh my goodness, just playing through the first game, like, absolutely. So, before we get into the verses, the concept of this is going to be I'm going to go through your usual categories, pin them up against each other graphics, sound, gameplay, all that stuff. And then at the end, I'm going to pick which game I thought stood tall over. The course of my playthrough so i played both of these games side by side that was not planned it just kind of happened i was playing through ratchet and clank and i was like huh Kind of just thought up, uh, oh, it'd be fun to put up these two games because I remember, at least when I was growing up, it was rather, like, not everybody got all the games. So it was rather you're a Ratchet and Clank kid or you were a Jack and Daxter kid. And I was a Jack and Daxter kid, but I was always curious and wanted to play the Ratchet games. And later on, when I finally got a job and stuff, I could go back and play them. And, oh, man, I would have loved having the Ratchet and Clank games growing up. Because, geez, I missed out for quite a while there on the Ratchet and Clank games. But, oh man, better late than never, I always say. But, before we get into the Jack and Daxter versus Ratchet and Clank talk, let's talk about what I've been up to over the last week. And I always encourage you guys, let me know what you're playing, what movies you're watching, what television shows you're into, what music you're into. Let me know, because there's so much media out there, I can't hear of all of it. And I love hearing about if someone loves a show and I've never heard about it. Like, I always always keep that little mental note in the back. It's like, oh, they said that show was really good. So, I love hearing recommendations. And I hope you love hearing my recommendations and what I'm up to. So, let's start with some gaming pickups. I got some new video games. Uh, my wife got me Bayonetta 3 for my birthday. I was like beyond pleasantly surprised i was like whoa i was like oh i just i love being gifted video games i like oh i just especially nintendo switch games because i hate paying for them myself because they're so darn expensive and yeah bayonetta 3 i was like whoa i was not expecting that at all so i've never played bayonetta until we'll talk about it in just a second but yeah bayonetta 3 so that was sweet I picked up legend of zelda link between worlds on the 3ds it's just a game that i've heard nothing but great things about and yeah i have not played many or any of the the handheld zelda games not since like oracle of seasons and ages like yeah it's been a while since i played one i've heard so many good things about it i saw it at the store is like 30 bucks i was like fine i'll pick it up and one day i will probably play it but for now it's just kind of added to the stack I don't remember if I added if I talked about these last week but quickly mention picked up Final Fantasy 8 on the Nintendo Switch never played that one I definitely know it's a polarizing game in the series but I had all the toys growing up I remember the toys very vividly that I had them but never played the game so now I own it and at some point I'm going to get through that game cuz that's the only one on the PS1 that I haven't played I played 7 I played 9 skipped 8 so got to play 8 at some point and I picked up Rogue Legacy I uh, saw that Rogue Legacy came out Rogue, Rogue Legacy 2 was reviewing really well looked like a fun game I saw Rogue Legacy I think it was like I don't know a dollar or two or something and I just picked it up why not spent my Nintendo points on it so basically got it for free in a weird way but yeah if you hear if you um, if you know much about Rogue Legacy 2 uh, let me know what you think because I'll, if, uh, I'm going to try this one out at some point and probably get Rogue Legacy 2 but it looks pretty good and in terms of uh, video games that I've been playing over the last week, uh, since my wife got me Bayonetta 3, I decided, well, shit, I better try out Bayonetta. Never played Bayonetta before until this last week, and oh my god, this game's freaking amazing. I love this game. Wow. I, um, I'm not usually a big hack and slash kind of guy. I played Devil May Cry 3 on the PS2 way back, like, and that game kicked the shit out of me, and I haven't really been all that interested in going back to those hack and slash style games cuz they just I always thought they were too hard for me but going through Bayonetta like instantly I'm blown away by how good it looks the style and craziness is ridiculous the music is unbelievable I love the music in this game it's so good it's so over the top crazy action the fighting, it's you know, it's a it's a hack and slasher. You're it's not just mashing the buttons. I don't I don't know why people like I understand like it looks like you're mashing the buttons, but you have to mash the button buttons at the right time and stuff. You have to dodge at the right time. It's really fun. It's a funny game. Like I don't know, man. Like the more that I'm playing it, I'm like six hours in. I'm almost feeling like I might have to do an episode on Bayonetta because wow, it is uh it is a really fucking good game. Like I'm really like, I remember when that game came out, I remember it reviewed extremely well, it just wasn't a, a style of game I was all that into, but I've, it's always been on my radar, and they kept, it, the series continued on on the, on the Nintendo, the Wii U, and I was like, oh no, then I thought I would never get to Bayonetta, now I got the Switch, Bayonetta 2 and 3 are on there, you can even get Bayonetta 1, but it's just so much more expensive, and figure I think it was like, on PlayStation, so I was like, I'm gonna try it out here for cheap, and if I like it, then I'll get them on Switch, and, um, yeah, it looks, I think I'm really, really liking it so far. It's getting a little bit difficult. I had some difficulties, uh, playing it today, but, man, just a lot of fun. Really, really fun game. I've been playing through Detroit Become Human. Still playing through that game on the YouTube channel. You can go over there and check that out. Getting really close to the end of that one. Probably going to finish that up sometime this week. And just letting you all know, I'm planning on doing a Resident Evil game next on the YouTube channel. uh, But I haven't decided which one yet. So kind of leaning towards Resident Evil Village. But I'm also willing to do Resident Evil 1. Sadly, no, I don't have Resident Evil 4 Remake just yet. But I'd be willing to do a Resident Evil 4. 4 let's play as well so if any of those resident evil games sound cool to you let me know if not i'll probably just do village because i want to play that personally more than the other ones because i don't have resident evil i mean resi 4 remake is like all the way up there like i, I wants to play that so bad but there's just so many other games i, I should get to first um can uh, kind of got back into a little bit of mario kart 8 on the Nintendo Switch, I mean, just every now and again when I got, like, 20 minutes to kill, I'll just play a couple of the races, playing through some of the new DLC stuff, played as Birdo, it's pretty cool. I haven't played through all the new levels yet, but they're fine, I mean, it's Mario Kart, it's a good time. And I got back into a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh!, the Forbidden Legacy Duelist thing, whatever, it's on the Switch. Oh my god, dude, so I just... I get so addicted to playing Yu-Gi-Oh sometimes, it's so freaking fun, so nostalgic for me, like, I got so into collecting the Yu-Gi-Oh cards when they came out, and yeah, just seeing the cards, sometimes I get addicted to watching the card openings on YouTube, and that's currently, I'm definitely addicted to a couple of those right now, just going down Nostalgic, Nostalgic Lane, is that a thing? I don't know, that's where I've been, so just doing a little bit of that, a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh on the side, really fucking fun game, and... I don't know if I'm ever going to get out of the base Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, once they start adding dice and shit, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow the fuck down. I don't know about this, but having a good time with Mario Kart. And in terms of what I've been watching, uh, Still Crushing, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So fucking funny. Love that show. Dennis is my favorite by far. And I watched a movie this week, and um, it was John Wick, Chapter... Three, so no, I didn't watch the new one because I still need. I, they made too many. These movies just started popping out like like crazy. I was like, whoa, there's four of them now. Like I needed to catch up, so I needed to watch three before I got to four, and I watched three oh my good that movie is friggin' awesome if you have not seen john wick and you're i mean if you're craving an action movie probably one of the best action movies going out there right now john wick is insane the third movie just went even i guess each movie just gets crazier and crazier here the fourth one's the best one and i'm gonna say what the third one oh my god just a killing spree i mean wow i mean Great action movie. A very, very highly enjoyable fucking Lawrence Fishburne, baby. And, of course, Keanu Reeves. I mean, fuck yeah. Great movie. Had a great time watching it. I will get to John Wick 4 at some point. But, yeah, don't want to watch another movie like that, like... Back to back. I mean, it's just be a little bit too much over the top action, but uh, very, very enjoyable movie. Highly recommend the John Wick series if you haven't watched them. And if you do like the John Wick series, here's a movie you could check out if you like uh, that. If you haven't seen Hardcore Henry, highly recommend that movie. Very, very similar in style, very over the top action packed, but it's all filmed in first person. It sounds like it wouldn't work, but it actually does. It's a fucking awesome movie, so if you're if you're done with all the John Wick movies and you're jonesing for a really crazy action movie, check out Hardcore Henry. I think it's still on Netflix, so um, give it a look. Give it a look. I, it's, a, it's a really good movie. Alright, so that's it. That's everything that I've been up to. Let me know what you've been up to over the last week, and let's get into the very first verses of this podcast. It is Jack and Daxter going up against Ratchet and and Clank on the PS2. Alright, so let's start off with the first category. Let's go with graphics first, because it is an older game. I mean, these games are now over 20 years old. Jack and Daxter came out in 2001, and Ratchet and Clank came out in 2002 on the PlayStation 2. Oh my goodness, that makes me feel very old. I feel like that is the year, 2002 I think is the year I got my PlayStation 2. Something like that. It might have been 2003 because, I don't know, I got it whenever... I don't know, because I got Jack 2 with my... uh, Anyway, who cares? We'll talk about that another day. But these are older games. So, um, to be fair, I played both of these games on the PlayStation 5. And they were both the PS3 ports. So, they're both going to be upscaled to HD graphics. So, I feel like they're both on the same playing field here. I've played both of these games on the PS2. So i don't know i wanted to try it out with a different way plus there's trophies i mean goddamn so i'm not talking about the original ps2 graphics just kind of how the i don't know it's the best way to play the game now it's the most accessible way to play it if you have a playstation 4 or 5 i mean you can play it there so you don't have to hook up your old ps2s anymore but let's start with ratchet and no let's start with jack and daxter because it came out first so I was actually pleasantly surprised with the way that this game still looks pretty darn good I must say. I think it still looks pretty darn good. You start out in Sandover Village which is just a really nice colorful starting hub area. Very grassy. You got the blue uh, water. You got these nice wooden huts and everything. I like the way that this game looks. Rock Village also had a lot going on. I think it's another of the hub areas, but there's like thunderstorms going on. It's pretty freaking cool, man. And I like the way that the the characters look in this game. I always thought the Jack, whatever the hell they're called, I forget, I don't remember what they're called, but whatever the hell Jack is and their long ears and stuff, I like the way that all those characters look. I like the way that the enemies look in this game. They're I don't know, kind of your typical 3D action, play, the kind of alligatory looking, weird, dark, eco monster things. They're fairly decent looking, but yeah, I was surprised with the way that this game still looks really good. For me, personally, like, PS1 is where I draw the line. Like, some of those games for me are, like, kind of laughably bad looking nowadays, especially, like, Metal Gear Solid 1. Like, I played Metal Gear Solid 1 in a about 2005 or 6 for the first time and it looked it was pretty hard to get through i'm not going to lie and i'm not a big graphics hound at all but ps2 for me for the most part i'm good with the way that ps2 games looked when i did uh, my episode on the sims i played that originally on the ps2 and i just played the original fucking hooked up my ps2 and i was like yeah it looks okay like It takes about 10 minutes for your eyes to adjust to the non-HD part, the fuzzies. And then, yeah, your eyes get accustomed to it. And then when you go back to HD, you're like, oh, wow, this looks incredible. So I don't know. Maybe if your HD is lacking a little bit, just go watch some low-quality stuff for a while and then go back. You should be fine. You should be all set up. But yeah, I think this game is still very colorful. It definitely was. I wouldn't say it's like amazing or anything, but I still think Jack and Dexter it it stands up. I think the character models don't look too blocky. The backgrounds and the draw distance are fairly decent, I would say. Not too bad at all. So, Jack and Dexter look good. Now, Ratchet and Clank, how what how does that game stack up? It's a bit of a different looking game, more outer outer space kind of deal going on, but um The only thing about this game, I think Ratchet looks a little bit goofy, but overall, I think it's still a solid-looking game. I think, uh, other than Ratchet, man, like, the first time I saw Ratchet, and, you, you know, it's his game, so you see him pretty early. I was like, whoo! He does look a little bit goofy there. I'm getting a little bit, like, oh boy, but... I don't know, something about Ratchet just looked a little bit off, but everybody else looked good, I was like, pl- pl- with both games actually, very pleasantly surprised at how good the animation was on the characters, I thought both the animations in both games were really good, I think Jack and Daxter's was actually a little bit more crisp and clean, and I don't know, kind of, I'm not going to say it's the quality of like a Disney or Pixar movie or anything like that, but... I was impressed with the the animation of both games, particularly Jack and Daxter. But Ratchet & Clank still looks like a pretty solid-looking game. I mean, there's some areas that really stand out and way more colorful. Um, The resort, especially. I love that place that when I got back there, I was like, oh, yeah, this place really sticks in my mind. It's fucking tropical, watery, sandy beaches. I mean, yeah, it's it's an area that really pops out, really nice. And uh, the Gorda City... Gorda City was really impressive. Like that one I remember from the remake, but um, I thought this still was quite impressive for a fairly early PS2 game. Had a lot of shit going on. There's this ruined city. Things are falling apart. You got fires going on. And I think there, yeah, there's like a thunderstorm going on during all of this. I was like, that is pretty gosh darn impressive. So. I mean, it's not an amazing looking game. Some of the environments look a little bit bland. The background's a little bit bland, especially when you're in outer space. I mean, it's outer space. There's not really much you can do about that. But I thought all the characters look good aside from Ratchet, who looked a little bit goofy. I'm not going to say he looked bad, but he just looked a little goofy, looked a little weird. He hasn't really come into his own yet. They haven't figured out how to make this guy look normal, I guess, or what the hell. A Lombax is what they're called. Love the Lombax. I love that design clank is freaking awesome looking and we'll talk about the sidekicks in a second we'll we we'll dive into those guys and probably the next category when we talk about music and voice acting and all that we'll go we'll do that in in that category but ratchet and clank i still think again it's not a bad looking game it's definitely especially for me like i just finished doing ratchet and clank rift apart on the ps5 and it's definitely, it's a PS5 game. It needs to be on PS5. And then I went right into the OG Ratchet and & Clank. And yeah, like I said, it definitely took my eyes like five to ten minutes to adjust to the the massive difference. I mean, what? We're going back three generations here. Well, I guess kind of uh, two because it was the PS3 version. But yeah, I mean, it was fine. It wasn't like, I wasn't like, oh, Wow. Jack and Daxter got me like impressed me out of the gate because it starts you off in a colorful, nice area. It starts you off in that sandover village. So it starts off better. It's more impressive. I think just Jack looks more appealing on the screen. He's got the bright yellow Goku fucking Super Saiyan hair. He's got the bright blue outfit and ratchet, he's like brown and he doesn't pop out as much as Jack and Daxter do on this on the cover, and that's probably why I picked them back in the day. Like I felt like Jack just looked cooler than Daxter or uh, than Ratchet did on the covers. So especially, I mean, Jack on the cover of Jack Two Man He's got the slick back hair and the shit again, and like, oh fuck yeah! But in terms of which game do I think is the better looking game over over the generations, I'm going to go with. I'm going to give the edge to Jack and Daxter here. I was actually a little bit surprised by that. I remember, I know both, I mean, these are both made by quality publisher companies, or I don't know if they're publishers, developers, whatever. But it's Insomniac who makes Spyro the Dragon. That's the series they did before this. Then they did Ratchet and Clank. They continue to do Ratchet and Clank now, but they also do the Spider-Man series. So they're a pretty big developer nowadays. And of course, we talked about Naughty Dog. Crash Bandicoot before this Jack and Daxter series Uncharted series Last of Us and beyond so these are honestly two of my favorite companies like growing up and nowadays like i still love insomniac i still love naughty dogs so i've been yeah i love both of these companies so i'll always love them but well that's hard to say that you know i said that about bioware and bethesda and they've kind of shook my confidence but uh that's not what we're talking about but yeah i think a good job from uh ratchet and clank and jack and daxter i think both the games still stand the test of time still look good to me anyway i'm um, like i said not a graphics sound now if you're a pc person playing on your $3,000 graphic cards, then, yeah, these games probably look like shit to you. Like, where's the draw distance? Where's the where's the physics? Where's the fuzz? Where I can't see the fuzz details on Ratchet's face. Like, what the heck? It's like, okay, okay, relax. It's okay. But, I mean, in terms of a game that's about 20 years old, over 20 years old, still looks good to me man like i like the it's kind of cartoony especially more so jack and daxter they're both cartoony but um i just feel like the the color palette in jack and daxter is just more vibrant more bright and colorful and ratchet and clank goes for more dark and warmer colors which i think both are fine but i'm gonna give the edge in round one to jack and daxter next category let's go for sound design meaning voice acting and music buddy was it ever a good time going back and listening to some of these tracks i mean especially ratchet and clank man like ooh, that took me back to some of the nostalgia songs like that uh, jack Two is one i'm looking forward to because i played that game so much growing up and man it's been a while since i heard any of that music so it's gonna be fun going back and revisiting that game at some point but Man, Jack and Daxter—the first game ain't no slouch in in the in the in the music as well. Very, a little bit different. I mean, it's a little bit more chill and a little bit more. It's just different. So let's pick one. All right, let's go with let's go with Jack and Daxter. So this one's it's um, kind of jungly. Like I don't know how to really describe it. It's like bongos and drums, lots of beats kind of going on. It's very relaxed, very chill. But the uh, some of the bigger, I mean, moments of the game, the music really turns up, especially against the the final boss music was really good. I'm pretty sure I'm going to put that in at the beginning because that, that music was really good, but it was definitely groovy, very groovy, very kind of catchy and just a fun, groovy mix going on in the background. I did quite enjoy the music going on back there. It really went with the setting. It was kind of cheery and colorful, went really good with the game but Ratchet and Clank, I mean, oh, it's just, um, it's definitely got a better theme going on to it. Like, it's got a space, it's got It's got a lot of noises going on, futuristic sounds, and, like, oh, yeah, the music in Ratchet & Clank definitely slaps. I really enjoy the music in Ratchet & Clank. It's still very good, kind of iconic. I mean, the music in Ratchet & Clank continues to this day to be very, very good. I really enjoy the music. I enjoyed the music in the latest game, Rift Apart. Thought it was very, very good music. And it started out good. I mean, the music here, it's not as, like insane like levels of production that it is on the ps5 now they got a way bigger production team and yada 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 but this is some good ass music man like i'm going through it i'm like oh hell yeah like this like the little bit of air air air, 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 air. i'm like oh dude that just takes me right back to the early 2000s you got some lip biscuit you got lincoln park i mean all those fucking bands man like yeah, Ratchet & Clank has some good-ass music, man. So, I really enjoyed the music on both, but in terms of actual soundtrack, I'm going to give the edge to Ratchet & Clank. But we're not done in this category yet, just yet, so there is voice acting in this game. So, we should talk about the voice acting. Let's start with Ratchet & Clank. Let's go with Ratchet & Clank. So, Ratchet & Clank... That's some pretty fucking good voice acting, man. I mean, I really enjoy the characters. And I mean, they're the characters in Ratchet and Clank are so good, it got a movie out of it. And honestly, I've watched that movie. I thought it was a fucking good movie. Ratchet and Clank, the movie. Maybe it didn't, like, score well. I think it only has, like, a 22% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I think is a little bit... That's a little bit rough. I mean, it was a really solid movie. But, I mean, I am a bit of a Ratchet & Clank mark, so I definitely have some bias towards the series. But I thought it was a good movie. I love the characters in Ratchet & Clank, and I especially like the the relationship between ratchet and clank in this game like they don't like each other in the first game like they're not friends they're not cool they don't like each other they're bickering they're arguing they're fighting with each other it's really awesome and i think the voice acting on like across the board is really good like every single character has good voice acting quark is awesome quark is my boy again i still like more quark i want more quark damn it like In this game, I mean, sort of a spoiler, he's kind of the bad guy in this game, sort of, but he's a really goofy, silly character. I really like Quark. And then Clank, I mean, your boy, your sidekick, he's um, kind of the, a little bit of, he's just a smart guy, like, he's smart, a little bit witty, got that dry humor, and dude, I just love the the bond that they, like, the just the friendship that they built throughout towards the end of the game. I mean, by the end of the game, they're like, Ratchet's like, hey man, like, Come on, we got more adventuring to do. And you're like, oh, ah, ah, oh, that's so sweet. That's so fucking cute. So I really, really like the duo of Ratchet and Clank. But on the other side, you got kind of a different duo with Jack and Daxter. I mean, Jack, Jack doesn't talk in this game. He doesn't say anything. He just kind of smirks and and, and doesn't. What's the, what's the opposite of smirking? Like, not smirking? He does some of that. And yeah, he's just kind of all in the facial stuff. So... A lot of the talking, if well, if not all the talking, is done by your friend, Daxter. And I honestly forgot that Daxter, in the opening cutscene of the game, like you, Jack, and your buddy Daxter, who looks like you, he's like a normal person. He's not the fuzzy creature that you may know Daxter as. He's a normal, regular-looking dude, and he falls in to the dark eco pool, and he comes out as this, like, muskrat, fucking rodent-type thing or whatever, but... I mean, I think, I don't know, I think for the most part, people really like Daxter. I am on the side of. I like Daxter. I think Daxter's freaking awesome. Some people may think that he's a- annoying. I can understand that. I can definitely understand maybe he doesn't scratch everybody's back, but I don't even know if that's the proper way to use that term. I don't. I keep looking around like I have a producer or an editor down here. It's just fucking me, man. So, like, uh, the only thing that I I can see him being annoying is when he, like, chimes in in the background sometimes. And, like, whenever you die, he'll, like, run up to you and and he'll say some sort of schnooty remark or something, kind of witty something at you. He's like, ah, how am you going to change me back if you're dead? And stuff like that. And he's got that kind of, I don't know what to call it, like, I don't know, like a Boston American, I have no idea what kind of accent. But he's got an accent, he's got a weird accent. But I really like the combo of Jack and Daxter. Um, But I think, honestly, I'm going to have to give the edge of the combo of of who's the better duo. I'm going to give it to Ratchet and Clank, because, I mean, Ratchet talks. He's funny as well. He's a good, solid character. And Clank, that combination, I mean, it's to die for. I love that combo. And, I mean, it's going to be a different story the next time around, because Jack starts talking in the second game, whether you like it or not. I mean, I was... I started with Jack talking. That was the first one I played was Jack 2. So it was kind of weird for me to go back and play Jack 1 because I'm like, okay, he doesn't talk in this game. And honestly, the game is completely different. Jack 1 and Jack 2, a big difference in the the way that those games are played. But yeah, I'm going to give the slight edge to Ratchet & Clank as the better duo together and their better story arc as friends together. I mean, I like the... The thing with um, Daxter and Jack. I mean, Jack is trying to get Daxter back to his original form. And there's a nice moment there at the end where Daxter has to make a decision. And yeah, it's pretty nice. I like both characters. It's like a very slim margin of which duo that I like better. But music, I'm giving it to Ratchet & Clank. Duo, I'm also going to give it to Ratchet & Clank. But whoever is the better sidekick doesn't really play into which is the better game all that much, but it kind of does because they're the main protagonists. They're the main characters. They're the people that you're playing as, and I guess it has some importance, but in terms of overall voice acting, I think Jack and Daxter also had some good voice acting. They had some okay characters like the there's definitely some characters I didn't like i forget the name of the female character that's kind of your love interest her voice is just annoying as fuck like i can't replicate what that voice is but yeah it's kind of like scraping fucking your nails across a chalkboard like every time i heard her talk i was like oh god like what is that voice like oh it sounds terrible it sounds like i don't know like a fucking child who grew up smoking or something i don't know how to identify it but Oh no, everyone else, the side characters that you're meeting on the side, they're fairly decent, well at well voice acted. Nothing was bad, that's for sure. No one was really bad, other than just the sound of her voice. I thought the voice acting across the board for Jack and Daxter was good, but I'm going to give the edge to Ratchet and Clank on that as well, because I think the characters across the board were just more funny. They were more compelling. They said funnier stuff all throughout. And I thought that the protagonists as well were also better in Ratchet and Clank. So you got Drac. And Dr- no, you got Drek or whatever his name is. He's a pretty all right uh bad guy. I mean, he's this little alien, but he's like really, he's just a business, corporate, evil guy. All he cares about is money. And then honestly, the bad people in Jack and Daxter are really, really forgettable. I barely recall even seeing them. I feel like they showed up really late in the game as well. And when you saw them, they're like, Kind of just your generic, like, oh, we're going to take over the world. Like, yeah, okay. Kind of generic bad people. But yeah, in terms of music. Sound design, I'm going to give the edge to Ratchet and Clank. So I guess we're all tied up here at one apiece, one category for Jack and Daxter, and one category for Ratchet and Clank. But let's get to the thing that matters the most. How do these games play? What are we doing in these games? How does it stack up? Does it still feel good to play? Is it still fun to play today? Is it worth going back and playing either of these games? I mean, let's discuss that. And let's start with Jack and Daxter because this one is is kind of interesting for me. So, like I said a hundred times already throughout this, I started with Jack 2, and that was a different style of game. And when I went back to this one, I was like, "Oh wow, this is this is kind of you're um, a little bit more typical style of these 3D platformers. You're going around these. Well, the great the great thing about Jack and Daxter the first game is these open areas you're getting it's not necessarily open world but like really early open world concept i guess you get these big areas you're going around collecting orbs which is basically like a currency you're finding those and you follow the orbs around they basically lead you around the levels like you follow the orbs you're going to find out where to go and it's going to take you to these power cells you're looking for power cells to power Certain things that'll open portals and all that hoopla. Not really going to get into the story. <clears throat> excuse me, all that much because I don't really fucking. I'm not. I'm not good at storytelling. Like I don't really understand stories all that well. I just like to play the fucking game. But. Um, open world, like, you're going, you're, the the wildest thing about Jack and Daxter is that there's, like, no, there's, like, no load times at all, it's pretty insane, even for the time, like, especially for the time, like, fucking insane, like, you are just walking in these fairly large areas, and you're just, oh, I'm in the next level, like, seamlessly, like, there's no traveling or anything there's no loading screens to like oh here's the things like no it's like seamless you're just walking into i'm in oh i'm in this area now okay there's all this new stuff over here and i just walk out and i go over here and now i'm back in the hub area it's very very impressive and i actually really love the way that this game is designed with the way that they have you follow the power orbs you follow the power orbs they'll leave you lead you to power cells and That's really all it is. You're just going around collecting things, and you'll get to every you'll go to areas. They're all like different classic themes. You got your fire areas, you got your icy areas, water areas, tropical fun areas. All that stuff's really good and fun to play. I have to say, it was quite fun. It's simple, but it's it's well done. Like going through the levels, collecting stuff, and then the combat. The combat is I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty basic. Bitch, you honestly have like three attacks. You got a punch a spin attack, and then, like, a jumping, you know, smash attack kind of deal. So, it's pretty basic, but on, it's pretty satisfying, I must say. It's honestly satisfying, especially, like, when you make a connection with the with the enemies, like, like, those classic punching sounds. I hope it didn't destroy my microphone with that, but it feels pretty good. Like, it's very, very basic. It's, uh, you don't have any weapons in this game. It's, uh... Yeah, the combat is basic, but it works. It's satisfying. It's decent. It does the job. It, it gets the job done. So I'm fine with the combat being basic. It's fairly satisfying. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention, which actually sucks about this game, is that there is no map. So you're traveling around these worlds, but there's no map telling you where you're going, which is a... That's definitely a minus. I definitely would have prefer... I would have... I needed a map at times. Like, it's not like you're getting lost or anything. Like I said, the orbs, for the most part, are telling you where to go, but I was just a little bit like, why is there no map? Like, there's no... Not not even in the main menu. Like, there's not a mini-map. There's no big map. There's just no map. I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. Could have used the map at times for for sure you get the odd driving sequence which is uh they're pretty decent actually the cars are they're they're hover cars so they kind of control a little bit airy a little bit they're decent I mean it's not bad at all they control just fine you don't have a whole lot of driving sequences so it's not like uh, it needs to be extremely tight and everything but it definitely gets the job done it's not bad their driving sequences I did not hate at all I actually found them kind of fun they were fast paced you're just kind of dodging things and yeah there were solid levels as well you also have this, like, dark eco that you'll collect throughout the levels. You collect it, it opens doors. It'll kind of give you a little bit of a like a magnetic boost will give you a, uh, give you range so you can pick up health and you can pick up the, the the orbs or whatever your currency. So that's pretty decent. Dark Eco Echo has more importance in the second game. They definitely expand more on Dark Eco. But in this one, it doesn't do a whole lot. doesn't add a whole lot to it. Uh, they have boss fights in this game. Not too many. I think there's only two, maybe three boss fights. But for the most part, they were okay. We'll We'll dive a little bit more into them in a moment but it is a platforming game so i guess i should talk about the platforming so we're going to talk about controls and gameplay in this category so how does jack and daxter control this isn't a 20 year old game controls for these style of games have come a long way the cameras have come a long way i mean honestly the camera came a long way from ps1 to ps2 from n64 to gamecube i mean the camera has just improved so much better but is it perfect i mean no absolutely not the camera's definitely showing their age a little bit here so in terms of jack and daxter the camera was okay it was fine uh definitely sometimes it would get stuck on stuff and would it would get behind i don't know like a cliff or something you're like i can't fucking see what i'm doing so that would happen at times but i felt the camera moved around really crisp it moved it responded really good i felt the the what do you call it the The sensitivity was really good. It didn't move around too slow. I I liked the way that the game felt. Felt fast. Felt crisp. The jumping was good enough I mean it has a uh, basic jumping you got your double jump you got a double jump and like a, you use your spin attack it'll give you a little bit more of a boost and then the, the thing that I remembered right away was the rolling jump attack so you hit the roll button and then you jump and you do a nice long rolling jump oh man I just spammed that throughout most of the game that's how I would get around fast really like that the movement speed on jack is good you move around the game nice and quickly frame rate everything like that was all good I was pleasantly surprised the only difference being is that I played I believe I just straight up got to download Jack and Daxter and Ratchet and Clank I had to stream so I'm not really going to dock Ratchet and Clank for any laggy issues because that was just the the connection that I had sometimes it would be a little bit laggy so I'm not going to dock any points for that both games honestly ran very smooth they're made by very good developers so yeah the games ran smoothly But the camera in Jack and Daxter, like I said, it was okay. It got stuck at times. The jumping, decent. Jumping's decent. They got the the shadow effect. So when you're over a platform and you're in the air, it'll show your shadow. It's not as like, it's not as good as Mario and you don't have that like sense of Pure control like Mario. Like if you tap the jump button, you're going to go a little bit higher or or a little bit lower. If you jump, if you tap it really hard, you're going to go further. There's a little bit like that. It's just not as crisp as Mario. That's for sure. It's like that's you know people that grew up with the 2D platformers and side scrollers. I understand uh, them not liking the 3D platformers. I grew up with kind of a mixture of both, so I like both. I like 2D. I like 3D. But 3D is definitely There's a lot, there's things about it that I understand people don't like. But for me, I power through it. But the camera, yeah, it it definitely had some problems at times for sure. In the platforming, you know, when you don't have a perfect camera, you definitely have, I had some deaths here and there where I was dying because of the camera's positioning. But I felt like for the most part, it wasn't bad. It definitely wasn't ruining the game. It was very playable. Camera was fine. It was just fine, but not good. I wouldn't call it good. And some other things about this game that... Made me upset a little bit was like, why? Why do all these platforming games have to do an ice thing? Like, why do they always have to have ice? Like, ice is just not fun to be on. Like, the ice level in Jack and Daxter just sucks. Like, you have zero traction, you have zero control when you're walking and running on the ice. You just run in place, and it was just really annoying. Like, I was just like, oh, like why? Why would you put like. I know it's an interesting, cool idea, but in, in practice, it's just not fun to deal with. Like, I, it's, it's annoying. You lose control. Like, I don't like that. So, don't like the snowy levels. You do have some water, but the water's actually decent. Uh, for the most part, you don't have to go into it very much, so that's decent. There was one part in the game, though, that the camera actually made me, like, get angry. Not to the point that I rage quit or anything, but it was definitely making me... I was like, Jesus, man, like, this is showing its age right here, and this is starting to piss me off. But late in the game, when you have to save the sages or whatever, there's, like, four of them or five of them in the room, that spot sucked. Like, oh, man, there was a couple of the platforming areas in that level that I had to do that just... I was like, oh, my God. I think it's because you had to go up, and you're, like, spinning around or something like that. I just remember that part sucking a lot of fucking ass. And back to the boss fights. The boss fights, um, there was they were okay. The one against Claw, was it was all right. The only thing that sucked is like, mostly for me. Because I was literally like two or three hits away. And I just kind of rolled when I shouldn't have rolled. And I rolled into the lava. And the lava kills me instantly. So that was kind of lame. And I had to do the fight all over again. And most fights in standard form are like three kind of three parts so you know eh, it was they were fine they weren't like amazing or anything but they weren't bad so i don't know they were just kind of there for me honestly so i think the gameplay honestly holds up pretty damn well in jack and daxter i still think it's a a really fun game but before i put on my final verdict on who's the funner game i guess we got to talk about ratchet and clank so what are you doing in ratchet and clank while you're traveling to planets looking for infobots to find drek So Drek is the bad guy. He's trying to destroy a whole bunch of planets so he can get a whole bunch of money. So you're going around to these planets trying to find out information where this dude is. And all along the way, you're finding new gadgets. You're locating golden bolts hidden around all the levels. And uh, collecting bolts, just regular bolts, that are all around the levels whenever you kill an enemy. Breaking open boxes. There's going to be bolts that scattered all over the place. You're picking them up so you can buy new weapons pretty awesome but the only thing that sucks like definitely a quality of life thing that i missed from the new games is like man you get the bolt collector so late in this game like back like last third of the game you finally get the bolt collector and that's the thing that picks up the bolts for you so you don't have to actually walk over to all the bolts pick them all up which you definitely need the bolts in this game because i was dying a lot and i was wasting a lot of ammo in this game we'll get into that but yeah, I definitely needed the bolts, so really would have liked that uh, the fucking magnetic thing to be to be here. So you're going around the levels you got weapons. So unlike Jack and Daxter, this game gives you weapons, so you have guns, a whole variety of different guns, and that's kind of the big thing. That separates Ratchet and Clank from Jack and Daxter, at least in the first game. Because the second Jack and Daxter, they get weapons in that game, but Jack or sorry, Ratchet and Clank have been known, legendarily known for all the crazy weapons that have been added into the series over the years. And pretty decent start for the first game. There's some kind of just standard weapons. You got your standard blaster, just shoots, pew, 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 all good. You got the uh, flamethrower, it's decent. You got grenades you can throw. And then you get some of the cooler ones. You got like the, the Glove of Doom, which is a staple of the series you throw that out there little robots come out and they'll fight with you you also get a drone and they like fly around you those are really useful got your classic rocket launcher there's um like a mine thing or whatever anyway whole bunch of cool weapons the only problem is this game kind of controls like ass I was a little bit shocked, honestly. I started playing this game, and maybe it was a little bit because I played the newest one, and then I came to this one, but I've played all of them, and I recall even some of the ones on the PS2, I remember controlling very well, but uh, no, I guess maybe I remembered that wrong, because damn, dude, at times, this Ratchet & Clank old-school PS2 one on... Oh, is it ever a little bit of a challenge sometimes? Especially, like, the shooting, like... First off, everything feels slow. And not because it was lagging or anything. Like the game just feels slower. Like you walk around slower. uh, You move around. Like the camera moves around slow. And I looked into the menus and I have it on high. And that's it. You only have three options low, medium, or high. I had it all set to high. And I felt the sensitivity was still really, really low. You move around fairly slowly as Ratchet. Later on in the game, you get a couple things that make you a little bit faster. But. I don't know i felt the movement speed of the game was definitely slower and i will say i i started playing this game ratchet and clank way before i started playing jack and daxter i was probably about eight hours into ratchet and clank before i started jack and daxter ratchet and clank is a much longer game than jack and daxter this is ratchet and clank's about 12 12 to 15 hours depends how much you want to collect and jack and daxter was like six hours like way shorter way shorter game but Yeah, this game feels slower. Doesn't feel as good, man. I did not like the shooting. I had a lot of struggles with the shooting. Like, definitely not the way that it feels in the new games. Like, you go near an enemy, your thing locks on, you just hit the shoot button, it'll shoot shoot the enemy for you. In this game, that lock-on is super duper wonky. I mean, oh my god. For the most part, I could not really rely on that aiming thing working at all. For the most part, I would just get right up close to the enemies and just shoot them, like, really close. And... Oh, don't even get me started on flying enemies, man. Like, flying enemies are the bane of my existence, existence in Ratchet and Clank. Like, holy fuck, are they ever annoying. Like, for the most part, I couldn't figure I tried for, like, I swear to God, an hour and a half last night trying to figure out if I can get the aiming for shooting flying enemies to work consistently, and I could not figure it out, man. Could not get it to work. Best thing that I could figure out to how to deal with flying enemies is to go into first-person mode and get behind cover, and fucking shoot them in first-person mode. And the first-person mode sucks. Like, it just sucks. It's wonky. It moves around not very crisply. And, yeah, it's kind of hard to shoot things from distance because it's just it's just not very crisp. So that was a big problem, man. That was a big fucking problem for me throughout this game. Like, just dealing with the enemies in general was a problem. And I found a lot of my bullets would be missing. I'm running out of ammo constantly, spending a lot of money on ammo because half of my shots are missing like the aiming thing it's it's green and then it's not green and and like oh my god it was so fucking frustrating throughout this game like i was i was a little bit shocked at how like just inconsistent that the aiming was not working at all throughout the whole entire game like the whole entire game i had this problem Sometimes it was better than others, like grounded enemies, much more workable. I could definitely deal with enemies on the ground, much better flying enemies. Oh my God, dude. Like I said, they were so fucking annoying, the flying enemies in this game. You're also getting some uh, gadgets throughout the game. There's also some races you can do. I've just, oh man, I remember those fucking races the first time I played it. Ah, took me just as many goddamn times, first time as it did this time. I had to do those races like... Probably 15 plus times before I finally got it down and was able to do the races. Not really because the controls were bad. It's just, I don't know, the track is kind of tricky. I don't know, maybe because the controls were a little bit loose. Uh, not as tight, I guess. But yeah, those races kind of sucked. And the gadgets, they're they're all alright. I mean, you get the magnetic boots so you can walk on uh, some walls and stuff. I mean, those parts of the game, not really much going on with them. You're just mostly walking across a platform. It's There's not really much going on with that. You got a Trespasser, which is kind of the puzzle element of this game. And, wow, uh, going... Like, the puzzles in this game, pretty basic. Uh, it's just... You're trying to line up the lines with the... the thi- It's really basic and honestly kind of annoying. Like, I didn't like the Trespasser puzzles. It just... I didn't, it it just hurts the game, it hurts the flow of the game, like you're going fast, action, pace, shooting and shit, and then you gotta stop and do this puzzle, and you're like, ugh, do this fucking puzzle, Oh, and then you go and there's another fucking puzzle, you're like, ugh, I just, yeah, the Trespasser puzzles weren't really awesome in my opinion, they weren't like terrible, but the, yeah, the, the puzzles get so much better throughout the games, but yeah, Trespassers weren't so awesome you get the what the grind boots grind boot sections were pretty good i mean they're solid uh they've definitely gotten really impressive over the years but for a 2002 game those ground those grind boot sections were quite impressive with the buses coming at you and it's pretty fast i mean you're moving really quickly i like those sections so the grind boot sections were a lot of fun to play through though there weren't too many of them i think maybe two or three and i guess if you count the final boss like there's a type of grinding you do in that but um yeah, man. I was um honestly quite surprised with how um difficult this game was to control and to get through because of the controls. I mean, I thought I always remember these games controlling really well and being really fun and easy to play. But, yeah, this one definitely was not as crisp, not as crisp as what I remembered for these games. So I was a little bit disappointed. Some of the fucking areas in this game were driving me nuts, man. I mean, on on Orcson or whatever the flying birds like anything flying those things can all go to hell but those stupid flying birds on Orkson can especially go to hell ice sections god damn it here we go again ice sections in this game also kind of sucked or actually they just suck because they're hard to control shooting down the ship on hoven was also brutal i guess there is there are flying sections in the game kind of your typical 3d space shooter stuff kind of like Star Fox but definitely not as good as Star Fox so you kind of got these Mediocre okay flying Sections they're they're okay uh, Gemlik Bro the base leading up to Quark Was tough I mean you got all These trespasser puzzles they were fucking Lame but the Quark fight It goes Star Fox it was okay it was fine. I kind of It kind of sounded like I was going to make it like it was It was good. But no, it was just like a... You're just shooting him in a ship. It was okay. I don't even think the ship had like a dodge. Like, I don't think you could dodge anything. You just kind of had to fly around and hit the acceleration button when it was time to accelerate. But, oh, God, dude. The worst part of this game literally made me fucking rage quit twice now is the final level in the game. Veldin fucking hated that goddamn level, dude. Oh, my God. So, it's just... 1000 flying enemies there's just every flying enemy ever there's so many of them spaceships dropping off flying enemies that fucking shoot out flying enemies like get the fuck out of here so many flying enemies like i just didn't have the ammo like there's only so many weapons that i could like easily take flying enemies out with and that's the the visa bomb gun it's like this rocket launcher but you can control the missile so you can guide the missile along oh my god dude that was if i didn't have that weapon no fucking way I'm getting through that level, like, there's just no way, the, the aiming is so fucking terrible in this game, like, oh, it was causing me so much problems, and, like, because half of my shots would miss, I never had, I didn't have enough money to even get all the weapons, I was missing the walloper, and whatever the electric Telsa gun is, it was, like, 40,000 coins, like, I could never get, I was just, it wasn't going to happen, I needed ammo, damn it, so, the final section is just this gauntlet of flying enemies and then kind of shitty enemies but oh my just the amount of flying enemies it was out of fucking control there's literally like the last area before you get to the final boss it's like 25 flying enemies in just like this area and i was like are we fucking kidding with this? When I got there finally, I had like three bombs left. I was like, I'm dead, and I went out there just like it was. I was dead instantly. There's so many bullets, like it was just wow. I was shocked. I was like, and I was playing it, playing it, playing it for like two and a half hours last night. I just said, okay, that's it. Like I'm done. Like I can't beat this fucking level. I couldn't get to the final boss. Went to sleep, played something else, did some other shit. Woke up the, the next day, started playing it again. I got through the level finally after calming down. Just getting my ammo, going really fucking slow, like taking it real slow, hiding behind everything, shooting down every enemy as far as possible, getting them all out of the way to finally get to the final boss. And the final boss fucking sucks. Oh, I hate that final boss. It is so long. It is so goddamn long. Why does it need to be that long? Like, you're fighting Drac, he's in this big old fucking spaceship it's cool, I mean, it's a cool boss fight, it's just way too long, way too fucking long, and I just don't have the ammo, I don't have enough ammo on the good guns to take them out fast enough, and like, yeah, I can go out and collect some more golden bolts and and increase my health, but like, I I don't give a shit, like, I didn't beat the game, I couldn't beat the final boss, like, I tried, and I was trying last night, I just got sleepy, I was like, I'm I'm like, starting to doze off over here, so I need to go to bed, and then when I woke up, It didn't, like, keep me where I was. So I had to start the level all over again. I said, fuck that shit. Nope. Took me, like, an hour and a half to get through that fucking level the first time. I'm not doing it again. So I said, I'm tapping out. I couldn't beat Ratchet and Clank. OG. i have beaten it before. And, um, yeah, I just... I was like, no, I'm not going through this again. Not wasting my time with this. It's not worth it. I got to the final boss, and I fought it, like, eight or nine times. And, yeah, it just got exhausting. Like, it literally just got exhausting... The final part of them is really difficult. He's got he's shooting out enemies at you. He's shooting out fire rings. You got to dodge missiles all over the place. And like, yeah, it's a lot to handle. And I just the weapon wheel, like changing weapons, just isn't crisp. Like it doesn't happen fast enough. And I'll usually end up getting hit when I try to change weapons. And yeah, man, there's definitely a lot of tightening up that this game needs to do. But there's really good groundwork here. So I'm looking forward to doing the. Ratchet & Clank going commando and up your arsenal to see the progression leading up to uh, the PS3 games, which I thought were amazing. I loved all those PS3 games. Uh, They're excellent. But yeah, man, Ratchet & Clank, PS1, OG, the first game. Holy fuck, man. Like, I am not going to say that it's unplayable, but there's literally no reason for you to play this one because A, it's been remade. like remastered this game on PS4. And if you own a PS4, it's like in that grouping of games that they give out for free so just play that version it's substantially better controls substantially better looks way better and it's a phenomenal game this one it's fine it was really really good for the time but uh yeah the controls oh man they were a struggle to get through so i'm definitely giving the edge here to jack and daxter controlled way better though the camera was wonky and but the camera in ratchet and clank was worse it was way worse definitely uh And even the platforming, just the general platforming, the jumping sometimes would, like it had the same thing, had the shadow underneath, but oh my god dude, I'd miss my jumps, like I will will admit, I'm bad, I'm bad at platforming games, always have been bad, I'm bad at all the platforming games, 3D, 2D, 2.5D, 4D, 8D, you name it, I'm fucking bad at it, but I like them, they're fun, I'm just bad at them, but um, yeah, I was definitely bad at these games, I died a fuckload, like way more than I'd like to admit, like A lot, dude. I died a lot. Like, no doubt. I died a lot. So, yeah. um, Without a doubt, giving the controls and gameplay over to Jack and Daxter. If Ratchet & Clank controlled better, by far, Ratchet & Clank would have been the funner game. With all the weapons. And, yeah. If it just controlled better, that game would have been funner just with the weapons alone. The weapons are a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah. So, with that being said, we are done with this versus. And your winner is... Jack and Daxter, The Precursor's Legacy. I still feel like this game hits, man. This game is still fucking good. Like, I think it's a good game. I had a good time playing through this game again. And I was blown away when I played it way back in the day. Uh, I was like, "Whoa, this is such a good game!" I was like, "Wow, I I don't know which one's my favorite. I will determine that once I play through Jack Two again." But I really, really like Jack One. I played it more than Jack Two now. So as of right now, I think Jack One's the best one in the series. But I've never beaten or gotten through uh, Jack Three and Jack Two. I haven't played in almost twenty years or so now. So it's getting—it's been a long time since I played Jack Two. But Jack One. Yeah, I say this game absolutely. You can fire this game up. PS2 version. I would pref- I would recommend you get the the, th- the PS3 version with the HD upgrade. This game is still fun. It's short. It's sweet. It's a lot of fun going around the levels. There's like virtually no load times, which kind of makes it feel like a current game. Like you're just kind of bobbing around, collecting things, having a lot of fun, meeting wacky, zany characters. Though I like the characters more, and I like the story more in Ratchet and Clank. I just felt this game, Jack was more fun. Like I said, I was about seven or eight hours into Ratchet and Clank before I started playing Jack and Daxter and I beat Jack and Daxter first, like plowed through this game because it was just so much more fun. And when I got through this one, it was like kind of a slog going back to Ratchet and Clank. Oh, oh my God, I almost forgot to mention this. The worst thing about playing these two games side by side Inverted controls, motherfucker. Oh my god, I can't believe this shit. So, Jack Jack, and Dexter, you're getting a thumbs down for this. You're getting a negative on this. You have, you have inverted controls and you can't change it. So, left is right, right is left, down is up, and up is down. Like, fuck! And then Ratchet and Clank is the opposite and it won't let you change it. So, going back and forth between these games, I had to do that adjustment. So, like, the first ten minutes, I was just, like, stupid. Couldn't play the game for the first ten minutes I would play them, but... Yeah, man, like I was very surprised by this. This is why I started doing, I wanted to do the series because I was playing through Ratchet, having a fine time. And then I was like, oh, I, I kind of want to, I just started getting, I just had a kick. Wanted to play old 3D action platforms. So I was like, why not play Jack? And then I was like, whoa, this is like way more fun to play. I was like surprised. Like I knew it was a good game. I knew they're both good games, but I didn't, I honestly thought that Ratchet would win this, but no, like I wouldn't say a landslide, but. I wouldn't tell you to go back and play the the original Ratchet & Clank unless you have some serious nostalgia for it. Or if you're a trophy hunter and you want to collect the trophies, that's another thing. Trophies in the original Ratchet & Clank suck. I don't like collecting them. They're not as satisfying. Jack and Daxter, super fun to collect the trophies in that game. Way easier platinum if you want to get it. I didn't get it. But yeah, you're getting trophies left, right, and center playing Jack and Daxter. Ratchet & Clank, you have to like... They're, like, hidden. You gotta do weird shit. Ah, I didn't like it that much. Didn't like that either. So, yeah, man. This was a pleasantly fun uh, experiment, man. To go back and, like, it's fun for me. I get to go back and play nostalgia games that... I don't usually do that, man. I don't go back, play games that I've played before. And I've been doing that a lot since doing... Starting up this podcast. And it's been a lot of fun. (laughs) It's been a lot of fun going back, playing uh, through some of the old classics that I played. So, yeah, man. So, Jack and Daxter is the winner of the first ever Versus... I want to do Ratchet and Clank. What's the second game called? Going Commando. I guess I'm going to be putting that up against Jack and Daxter 2 at some point. I have no idea when I'm going to get to those games. When it's done, it's done, and I'll put it up, and we'll have a nice chat and see if Ratchet and Clank will get better, because when you look at the Metacritic of the series, Ratchet and Clank continues to go upwards, and then Jack and Daxter continue to go downwards. So... It's going to be interesting to go f- going forward with these games. Uh, two of them I've never played really, and uh, the third, the third games in both series I never really played. So, yeah, dude, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm all ears for listening for verses. So, I have one in mind. I want to do a console versus Xbox 360 versus PS3 versus Nintendo Wii. So, I have that one working on that one right now. That's going to be a lot of fun. I've thrown out, like, I don't know, maybe like Resident Evil 4 or 5 versus Dead Space cuz they're like kind of similar or you can do Gears of War versus Halo 3 like what was the better big shooter on the Xbox 360 back in the day which one holds up stronger today and yeah if you have any cool games that you would like to go up I mean I also of course I have I there's probably some people thinking like hey what about Sly Cooper I have not forgotten about Sly Cooper so I was planning like I wanted to do a triple threat originally with this series and throw in Sly Cooper. but That's just too much. Like it was just going to be too much. I didn't want to play through three games and like, but I'm planning on doing, uh, so the winner of this one was Jack one. So I can do a versus of Jack one versus Sly Cooper one and see which game was, was better. Cause I actually really fucking enjoyed the Sly Cooper games as well. I thought that is a great series as well. And another one. A third game i never played i got through the first two really enjoyed them just got burnt out never got back to the third one so i wouldn't mind revisiting sly cooper as well and i would love to get up to sly cooper 4 never played that game crash bandicoot 4 little dark secret about me i've never played any of the crash bandicoot games only crash bandicoot game i ever played was crash bash N- yeah so oh and i guess the the cart the game the, the nitro cart racer i played that but the original ba- crash bandicoots i've owned them never played them so i got the remakes at some point i'll probably play through those so maybe we can do like a crash bandicoot versus spyro i'm very familiar with the spyro series so um yeah maybe we can do something like that so i'm all ears let me know if you have any cool suggestions for versus episodes and that is going to be every it everybody thank you so much for listening and here we are on season two of the GX Plus Cast really excited here we are and um, fuck can't wait we're going to be doing some really fun episodes this year so hopefully a lot more verses and hopefully some more cool ideas come to my brain that we can we can go with I still need to do an indie episode where I go through like a little handful of small indie games and I'll talk about those so I got some stuff in the in the works over here so again everybody thank you so much for for listening whenever day you're listening to this too I hope it's making your day better whether you're listening to this at work and it's getting you through the manatee monotony of work or if you're just chilling on the weekend you decide to listen to a podcast chilling outside or something thank you so much for listening i hope you have yourself a great day great week and we'll be back again with some more video game talk wrestling talk and hockey talk so thank you and we'll be back again soon